0: Welcome to the Lovingly Conscious podcast, a podcast in which we discuss what it means to live a conscious life with love as a central point. I believe that if we all live life consciously, make conscious decisions and take responsibility for our own lives, that the world would be a much better place, with love at the forefront. That is why I created this podcast, so we can discover what it means to live that mindful and conscious life together. My name is Megan Josephine and I'm your host today. Let this epic episode begin! Wow, the first episode of the Lovingly Conscious podcast. I have tried to record this three times already, so I'm going to do my best to see if this time I feel happy with what I'm recording. I've got my tea ready, I've got my cards that I just pulled ready, the crystals are ready to go, and I'm using some essential oils, so yeah, let's just go and see where this one goes. So I'm Megan. I try to live a mindful and conscious life and conscious not only in the way of living consciously and mindfully, but also conscious as in we are consciousness. What is it to live a conscious and spiritual life? So that's what I'm going to be talking about, not only by myself, but also with some amazing professionals in the work field, people who are such a beautiful you know such beautiful advocates for living a healthy conscious loving beautiful rich gorgeous life full of yeah magic 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 so i'm gonna probably be sprinkling some of my meganess around all the episodes i'm kind of half crazy and i enjoy making some weird jokes i have some dark humor sometimes i also just have some very bad humor sometimes Uh, which is fun. Gotta have some fun in life. I'll just explain who I am in a nutshell. I am an empath. I am very sweet, very caring, if I may say so myself. I'm half introverted, half extroverted. I have a great sense of humour, if I say so myself. Um, Yep, yep, I'm giving myself some pats on the backs today. (laughs) Next to that, I'm ambitious. I'm a perfectionist which is not always very healthy. So that's also something we're gonna talk about during some episodes. I am a huge Harry Potter fan and I'm an extreme Hufflepuff. And next to that, I love singing, especially especially musical stuff and Disney songs. I love being crazy. I love nature. I love this theme park called the Efteling. Um, Yeah, just had to share this. I love my partner, Ross, uh, my family, my dog, my friends and friends in capital letters with dots in between two so the, the series friend i'm a vegetarian and i love vegan food i have been vegan for a while but i am still battling an eating disorder um, for which it's sometimes very hard to stop myself eating dairy products such as chocolate um, so i'm very much battling that eating disorder um i want to switch over to going vegan completely again one day um, and i hope to be doing that soon but i've really got to get my mental health up like another level um my greatest value in life is freedom freedom to become who you are freedom to be that expression of yourself to share who you are what you are and to proudly do that and um yeah, I'll be I'll be talking about that, too, in some episodes, too, about that freedom. And I can really identify with Phoebe from Friends. She's crazy. She has some good humour. And, um, yeah, she's the spiritual nuthead. And, uh, yeah, that's me, too. So, lovingly conscious. What does it mean? The lovingly, for me, means living a life with love. Duh. I studied pastoral work. And not in the Christian sense, although that's all good, you know. You can, you know, live with every any religion that sounds like it's supposed to be with you. Um, but for me, I'm not Christian, uh, but I studied life philosophies. I guess that's the best way of translating it, translating it from Dutch. Oh yeah, I'm half British, half Dutch, by the way, and grew up in the Netherlands. Let's just have that out of the way. And... During that course, I had a internship tutor once and he told me that in the Bible, there's this verse and it says, God is love. And that just sealed the deal for me. Because God for me doesn't mean necessarily God, a man on a cloud looking down on us. Um, and if that is your way of seeing it, perceiving it, that's all perfect. That's all good. Do what feels good to you. For me, it means God is love as in God is consciousness. God is that highest thing that thing we all derive from the universe. Universe is also a great way of saying it. The universe is love. We are love because we come from that. We are made from love. And I feel like that part of love is not always present. It's not always present in our life. And we don't always carry out love to others. There's so much hate, there's so much pain, there's so much suffering. And I feel that if we all would give our love, give our love to the next person instead of keeping it to ourselves because we're afraid of losing things or having less, you know, that egocentric part of life, that we would have such a more loving and perfect world and life would be just so much more fun and so much better. So it's also about the small things, you know, love doesn't have to be big always, it doesn't have to always be like important that you have the perfect marriage. For example, love can also be in smaller ways. If you see a homeless person on the street or and you give that person some money or some food, that can be a small thing. You can bring your neighbor some a piece of cake if it's your birthday. I heard this beautiful story on another podcast. Kathy, the host of the podcast, talks about how she always saw this same guy, same homeless guy, and she would always give him money. And he was really, really grateful for it. And one day she gave him money and she could see him giving the money to another homeless person who needed it much more than him because he was on crutches. Those sort of small things are so amazing, so beautiful. And if we could all live that more empathic, conscious life, I think the world would be a much better place. And then the conscious part. So consciousness can be yes it's a word with many definitions i let's start about living a conscious life as in living a mindful life so mindfulness is being in the moment and feeling where you are right now and making choices from a mindful place in which you have thought about it in which you are conscious about why you are making a certain choice and I feel like the word con- consciousness kind of grabs it all a bit more than mindfulness, but mindfulness is a beautiful practice. It has definitely saved and changed my life. And if we talk about consciousness as a bigger thing, consciousness as in we are consciousness, because we can hear our thoughts, we can observe from a neutral place. Um, it talks about that spiritual component of which we are just who we are. So that's... bigger you know thing of consciousness and I just want to talk about things that I find really important and I find it important to let you guys know and maybe think for yourself as in what does it mean to me to live a conscious life so for me living a conscious life means making minor smaller choices such as what do I Eat, as in, do I eat an animal that was raised with a lot of stress and in terrible circumstances, or do I choose to not eat that animal and not contribute to the bio industry in that way? And living a conscious life could also be am I going to sleep extra for half an hour and skip my meditation practice today because my body needs it? or well you can think of all sorts of things you know am I gonna walk that extra mile because it makes me feel good it's living that conscious life but it's also living that conscious life as in a spiritual meaning as in who am I and what do I want to represent which values do I want to share with the world what do I want to share with the world that is so important that I can't stop talking about it that I need the rest of the world to hear this and for me that is that conscious life it's making those decisions and knowing who you are on a spiritual level on a beautiful loving level and knowing what you want to contribute to this world I think so many of us are living mediocre lives the word mediocre with quotes in front of it um So many of us, and I've done that too, and I still do that very often, we make choices in which we think this is what the rest of society should do or is doing, so that's what I've got to do. So my dad was in marketing and he became successful because of that and my parents want me to go in marketing too, so that's what I'm going to do. And we don't think about what we actually Want to do ourselves what our soul is calling us to do and the same goes for eating you know have you thought about your eating habits and what what the effect is of drinking that cup of coffee in the morning on the rest of the world and what's the effect of you eating certain things what the effect what's the effect of you exercising today instead of tomorrow and what's the effect of you going to your work five minutes later so you have those five minutes extra to sleep Um, knowing that your boss appreciates it when you're on time but are you going to take care of yourself that extra five minutes that's things that you've you know think about it think about it I think we so often are not conscious about where um, the things that we use come from and why we do certain things and there are so many opportunities for us to know where we come from, what we want to do. And yeah, that's what I basically want to talk about in this podcast. Um, I want to, to discover together what it means to live a conscious and mindful and loving life. Basically, I like to talk about and think about what are the consequences of the choice that I've made now. So let's talk about that cup of coffee, like I just said a moment ago. We drink coffee like it's water. I, next to my podcast and having my own uh, business, I also work at an extra day job to still earn some money so I can pay for food. I work with a lot of volunteers 250 volunteers I have under me and they come on a daily basis to this castle that I work at. They drink coffee like it's water. It's amazing how much coffee is used on a daily basis. Like it's crazy. Anyway, Drinking that coffee that we order over there has a major impact on people that are growing the coffee beans. Are they getting a fair price? Is the land that the coffee is grown on, do they take care of it in an organic way? Do the people get paid fairly? And how is the export system going? How did it come here? What's the impact on the environment by using those sort of things? And what's the impact on the environment of not drinking organic coffee but drinking quote unquote, normal supermarket coffee. And it's with everything, everything that we buy, that we do, that we use, it has such an impact on the rest of the world. Uh, Maybe you've heard about the butterfly effect, but if you do one smaller thing, it can be literally be if you leave your house five minutes earlier than you were planning on doing that, and you arrive at your work safe and sound, if you would have left, Five minutes later, you would have been in a completely different traffic situation and you wouldn't have known what would have happened. I find it fascinating to talk about those things and fascinating to discover how other people think about living a conscious life, think about what it's like to live that mindful life. So I'll tell you a bit about my story. I grew up in the Netherlands, um, half Welsh, half Dutch. My mum's Welsh. My mum's Welsh, my dad's Dutch. And um, yeah, they ended up um, having two kids over here, so me and my brother, and I grew up in a country that is very much about be normal, act normal, this is literally a um, saying in Dutch, it's act normal, that's crazy enough, and I always felt slightly different. I was very highly sensitive. I grew up knowing another language and I grew up seeing a lot of people living a life with boundaries. And I do not describe to those boundaries. And I always felt like I, there was more, there was more to life. I always wanted to know what the deeper meaning of life was. And I've been obsessed with death and all those sort of things from the, yeah, from a really young age onwards. At primary school, I got teased. I looked a bit different. I was slightly chubbier, bigger than the rest of the kids. I developed really young and that really gave me a bad sense of self. Um, I still struggle with body image issues because of this, uh, which I'm hoping to get through really, really soon. Um, I'm really, really doing my best to love myself, love my body, um, which is also a conscious decision. Uh, but it's not the easiest route. Loving is not always the easiest route. sometimes it's easier just to, to just wallow in in pain and you know sit in anger for a few days um, or maybe your whole life uh, but it doesn't make life a lot more fun. So it's I'm not saying that living a conscious life is the easier route. It's definitely not always the easier easier route. it's it's hard it can be hard it, um, but at some point it can also be, so beautiful to really experience that joy. Anyway, I went to secondary school and there I discovered my passion for music, for singing. And that was the first time in my life I felt like I was good at something. So I started singing and um, soon enough, I went to the top of my music school and I was allowed to do this extra program. And I loved it. I found so much solitude in it, but also a way to channelize my ambition and emotions. I really wanted to go to music college afterwards, which never worked out. Um, I worked my butt off for like six or seven years and it never worked. Uh, And it didn't result in what I hoped it would have resulted but I do believe that things happen for a reason I um, worked my butt off like I said and I felt like it wasn't going to happen at some point I was doing the last auditions and I felt like this is probably not going to happen for me Um, I kind of knew it somewhere and I needed to choose another major before the end of that year because um, the Dutch government was going to stop handing out student loans for free so that you didn't have to pay back I basically thought okay that's the boundary if I am gonna do a college degree which I felt like I needed to do because you know that's what standard says so not necessarily a super conscious decision I'm gonna just have to choose something that I'm interested in and I chose to do life study philosophies that was the first time in my life that I felt at home somewhere I was in a classroom with students who thought about life as deeply as I did myself and I was like whoa this is amazing there are people my age who enjoy talking about what life means and philosophizing about all sorts of subjects it really doesn't matter what and we studied the world religions we got philosophy we got um, internships in the work field and I just absolutely loved being there and I knew this was something I had to go into, but I didn't really know in which way. And at some point I had to do a minor and that minor had to be related to the work field I wanted to go in. At that point I was kind of sick of traveling for two hours when I had to go to school. And also that was of course a conscious choice. I lived in the city where I studied for a year and that made me very, very, very unhappy. And at a certain point I decided to go and live with my boyfriend, with Ross, and um that was a two-hour train drive um which was fine because school was only three days a week but for my minor i decided to go a different route and i wanted to go to a school that was very close and i decided to go and do a minor very very closely which was a very conscious decision and there were two minors that i could choose that were related to my work field one was dealing with grief and one with was mindful communication and I signed up for the dealing with grief one I really wanted to do that like I said I've had this obsession with death and grief since I can remember it's just always been there I got rejected for that minor because it was already full they only took like a max of two Uh, people outside of their own school in they were basically already full and I felt so frustrated because I really really wanted to do this in hindsight it's been such a blessing that I didn't have to go there because at the moment that I should have been at that minor my grandmother died and I was present at her death so you know in hindsight it's like okay universe thank you so much for not putting me in that situation because that would have been a very very hard situation to be in I ended up writing myself in for mindful communication and that has been the biggest blessing of my life so not only did I not have to do a minor about grief whilst my grandmother died I also got to find my passion in life next to singing. I learned all about mindfulness. We did the MBSR training, I did yoga, I had to meditate for homework. I mean come on guys that's like heaven for me Um, and half the time I fell asleep so that was really good because I was I was also really exhausted from having a very bad graduation internship, and I slept half the days because the workload wasn't huge, and I just really got to take care of myself. And I was like, "Wow, this is amazing! I can just meditate for school." You know, it's like who gets that choice? I got, I get the opportunity to to meditate for school. I was like, "Wow, I love this." And there was also this class on. You know, building your own business around it, and I was like, yeah, hooked. Um, at that point, though, I didn't really realize that this was going to be it for me. Um, my mom said to me, "You know, Megan, you're you've got the highest grades that you've ever had at school." So I usually, I was very often a mediocre uh, student at uh, secondary school. I didn't get very high grades, and um, at primary school, I was one of the lowest of the class. At my College, university, you know, six, sevens and eights were my average um, scores, maybe one nine, but that's it. And at the mindfulness communication minor, my lowest grade was an 8.6 and the rest was all like nine, 9.2, 9.8. And um, I was like, Megan, this is society," And I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Meditating for school is cool, but meditating for my, you know, for my work, I don't know. And um, well, there she was right again. So there you go, mum, if you're listening to this. Mothers are always right, aren't they? As you are. So there we go. It's in that time that I listened to a lot of podcasts. I discovered a lot of you know, YouTube channels, podcasts that I um, ravished up. I was so interested in learning about creating my own life. Uh, I didn't want to. I had had a lot of um jobs already from yeah in my family it's really a thing that you've got to stand on your own feet and having a job um it yeah it was like i remember my opa so that's my dutch grandfather being so proud of my cousin getting this job at a domino's so one of those pizza places i remember him being so proud of that and it was such a thing in our family to work because that's what you did to earn money and that's good I still want to work but I want to work on my terms and I want to work in a field that I feel so comfortable in in which my soul calls me to work in and that makes me so happy you know it makes me so oh I just I feel this gratitude all over my chest right now I feel so happy to be able to have the opportunity to start my own business there are so many people who have such harder harder lives and I'm just really grateful for what I have and the opportunity that I, you know, the opportunity that I get to do this. Also part of a conscious life by the way is gratitude and seeing what you have instead of seeing what you don't have. Anyway, I decided I didn't really want to work for a boss um, but I still do, as you know, I just explained which is fine. I enjoy my work um, but I do hope to expand my business in such a way that at a certain point I don't have to work for a boss anymore because I am definitely more made to be my own boss. Um, Also just because I like that freedom. Freedom is my biggest value, like I already said, and everyone's got to be able to do what they love and this is what I love. So I think that I deserve to live that life. Yeah, there we go. Good moment. So I started my own business after I graduated Um, like half a year later I registered at the Dutch uh, government to start it and I decided to create a platform for students meditation for students because that's when I discovered mindfulness and it changed my life and meditation and um, I thought other students need to know this too so um, it took me a year to get that platform launched and um that's fine. It was fine. I needed that transition time. My ego thought very differently, uh, but that's okay. My ego can think that. Um, I It took me a year and I needed that time to really integrate becoming my own boss and knowing who I am. And I think I'm so much more confident in what I'm doing right now. The platform's launched. I have my own YouTube channel next to this, but I just felt called to podcasting because it's a different medium in which you can really talk about anything. I have the intention of interviewing some really great people. Um, I'm going to be interviewing my yoga teacher soon. So that's the next episode that you're going to see. Yeah. I'm just going to be talking about so many juicy, good, amazing things. And I hope you guys would love to join me on this ride on this way of living on living that conscious life. And I, Cannot wait to see you within the next few years in which I'm going to expand my business, expand this podcast, and we are going to look for that mindful and conscious life together. Um, If there are any things that you would love for me to talk about, please let me know. I will definitely take them in consideration. Um, Send me a DM, send me an email. I'm open for all suggestions. And I cannot wait to embark upon this journey with you guys. So I hope to see you at the next episode. Bye-bye.